welcome back to part two of the Great War series here at Back to the Past Filter and History Podcast. So, quick notes before we get started. The Kluka website, it's not necessarily live, but the domain name is hosted and it's just there's a starter page there. So, I'll start working on it and we'll hopefully the team here will get it done by next week or the weekend after. We'll keep you updated on the socials. And now that that's covered, let's get straight into what we discussed last time. So, last time we discussed a bit of how we could prevent the World War One from happening, we dipped our toes a bit into one of the scenarios we proposed where Franz Ferdinand was not assassinated when he was. What if Franz Ferdinand wasn't assassinated? So we discussed last time that Austria would have an heir, and that's a big thing. Austria would have stability, and that's just a crucial part because during the war, Austria was unstable, and they just, as a result, they were having military incompetency, and they just couldn't produce weapons and stuff. There was just issues all over the place they really couldn't do much i mean austria was just it, they were getting carried by germany you know, there's no other way to say it i mean they were in there in the war sure but they didn't do anything well yeah you're not wrong about that point specifically just because of the fact is that the, you also forgot to mention also of course with all the ethnic tensions as well it's really hard to command an army if you have people speaking multiple different languages like it's kind of hard to make people understand so first off, I think we have to mention the fact, like you said before, when France Joseph dies eventually in 1916, well, you could say it was because of the stress of the war, but at the same time, though, he was 84 when he died, and he's been, he was ruling the throne since 1848, which is quite a long time, as a matter of fact. So I think in this scenario, if we keep waiting long, longer and longer, I think Austria-Hungary will actually begin to actually reform, as a matter of fact. I think that's a huge part that we have to mention, specifically with France Ferdinand and his plan for United States of Greater Austria. So I think we could see that happening, for example, in terms of like a loose federation of sorts. And I think we could talk, we have to talk about that nation being a potential, potential at least for uh, the future of Austria and Europe at hand. So yeah, definitely. I mean, Austria is going to be, it's going to be in a different place than it is right now. It's going to be a lot less unified per se, a lot less centralized. It'll have to be more decentralized in order to really exist because all the centralization, these different ethnic groups, they don't want to be ruled by a government that's a different, different, you know, different ethnicity. So with this decentralization, sure you lose some efficiency in your government capacity, but at least now these these ethnic groups are being ruled by their own ethnic people. I mean, sure they're still reporting to Vienna, but at the end of the day, it's a lot more less management from Vienna than compared to say the centralized government that they had right now. And I think that would definitely have to happen because. Austria, even without the Great War, or or even the assassination of Franz Ferdinand, as you said, there was just too many different ethnic groups, and they just didn't get time to really consolidate their power. They, it was a mess. There really isn't much to say. Do you have any closing thoughts on like this build-up period before we move on into what a war, some sort of war? Maybe it's on a world war. Maybe it's a more regional conflict, but some sort of war. Do you have any closing thoughts before we go on? Yeah, uh, there's definitely a couple of important things that would happen to each country beforehand. So first, I think we should take a look at Russia. Russia is probably going to be the big, the, the biggest player actually in Europe. And for all you know, all these alliances that are happening could change to, due to the balance of power shifting more towards the eastern side with Russia. Because Russia originally was rap rapidly industrializing, as a matter of fact, even before the Russian Revolution in, Octo in February and October. And I think that's a huge p thing that people miss out on, and that I think Russia over time would probably. I know, 
And I know for sure Russia, at least over time, would become much more industrialized. And in fact, it was reported actually by the German Empire by 1916 that the Russian Empire would be stronger than the German Empire, as a matter of fact. So if that report tends to be true, then I think we could see the Russian bear become a much bigger player, much much more competent. And so I think in, if Russia and France are to be allied in this scenario still, I think that we can. I think that Germany is going to have a very hard war to fight. Because 1914 was the perfect time for Germany to win, and don't get me wrong, Germany is still m- very powerful in this in this timeline. But I don't know how I don't know how they would deal with both Russia and France in this scenario. And another country I want to also note is the Ottomans. The Ottomans were rapidly industrializing as well, as a matter of fact, due to the Young Turks' form, reforms. And so, in this scenario, will we see Ataturk come to power eventually? Uh, maybe. I, I really can, we can't really say since he came to power due to the Turkish War of Independence. But we can at least say the Ottoman Empire, which was reforming during this time, I think it definitely still has a chance to survive. And don't get me wrong, the Arab revolts are still going to happen in this scenario. But I think the Ottomans would probably be able to handle it. And maybe they might have to get some foreign help, specifically maybe from Britain or Germany. I don't know. It, it depends. But I think the Ottomans would still be a pretty formidable threat in this scenario. Nick, you made a great point, honestly, because during our timeline, Germany essentially carried the entire central powers. I mean, Austro-Hungary, they weren't industrialized at the same level as Germany was, and on top of that, were facing instability. And the Ottomans weren't even technically an industrialized nation. They were industrializing like Russia, but they weren't industrialized. And I mean, that's why Russia was kind of basically beat by Germany, because they weren't an industrialized nation compared to Germany. Despite Russia having the men, and they could have the supplies if they were industrialized, they didn't because they weren't. And we could see this with World War II, actually, when the Soviet Union, after the Great Purge kind of took its effects in the Soviet assembly lines and started kicking off, the Soviets were able to push the Germans back because Russia has far more resources and far more territory to actually industrialize on. So industrialist Russia is very powerful, as you as you mentioned yourself, and we can see this in our own timeline. And also another point to add on to the Ottomans, which I actually completely forgot. I think that if this was to go on past when the Middle East was first discovered to have a ton of oil, I think that in, that the Ottomans would be a very wealthy and fabulous and very wealthy nation actually during this time period, and can use that to fund their industrialization as long as they have a leader. That's not gonna. That, that's not gonna make it so. That's like not like a modern Saudi Arabia almost, where oil is literally almost its entire economy. So I think that if Ataturk is to come to power, also in this scenario with Turkey, with Turkey or the Ottomans at this point, I feel like that he he would be one of those people that would be able to uh, successfully industrialize while still having that great amount of oil and be able to disperse industry disperse industry in its economy as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Now I think we should go on to how. The war would start in this timeline. And I think the war in this timeline would probably be as a result of a civil war. As we mentioned in our previous one, and we were talking about here, uh, you said in the previous one that how Croatia could want to become a triple monarchy in Hungary, which owned Croatia at the time, didn't want that. So that could result in a civil war between Austria and Hungary. And that could honestly result in a potential world war, or at least a major European conflict, because Germany is going to support Austria. We know that. I'm not sure who hung, I'm not sure who would Hungary support Hungary, but Hungary is going to probably get some friends too if Germany is supporting Austria because someone is going to want to be at odds with Germany. I mean, I want to say Fr- I want to say France, 
would support Hungary. And hear me out. The only reason why I want to say France, like I know they don't really have the same connection as Hungary, but France wants to get back at Germany because after the Franco-Prussian War, they lost land and it was an embarrassment to the French because they lost to Germany, like this new and upcoming power compared to France, which has been here for a long time. So I could see the French kind of wanted to get back and that's the only reason they joined the Hungarians. But what do you what do you think? Uh, I don't think it'd be France being the main threat. I think it'd honestly be similar to what happened in the the revolution of 1848, specifically in Austria, where the Hungarians literally rose up. And the only person who came in to help and stop the Austrians were the Russians. And see, that's actually kind of interesting because last video, it's also important. I'm going back to the last video, tracing back to alliances as well here. So actually, as a matter of fact, Austria and Russia were very good friends actually during the time. And that's why Russia helped crush Hungary actually during that scenario in 1848 or in our real scenario in 1848. But I feel like instead in this alternate scenario where World War One doesn't happen for a few years and say, you know, Austria breaks out the civil war, I think that Russia is going to be the one to help Hungary because number one, geographic location is very close. It's very close. The only thing that's really separating them would be the Carpathian Mountains. And then number two, you also have to look at the fact that, hung that Hungary, if recaptured by Austria, could potentially would be a huge would be a huge enemy towards Russia in this scenario as well. So I think it's actually more in favor for Russia's ge geopolitical interests than France's, for example. And the only reason why the the Russian Austrian alliance even broke to begin with was the Crimean War. But back to actual history, uh, yeah, I don't think the Fran French would not be the most important ally at all. I, I don't. I, they probably wouldn't even get involved in this, actually, as a matter of fact. I feel like it'd be more of a German-Russian war in this scenario, because with Kaiser Wilhelm still in charge, I guarantee you he would still want to flex his muscles. You see, my logic around this was the only reason France would get involved is because they want to get back at Germany. They don't really care about Hungary, and I said before, and you said that yourself, my logic was that they, they just want to like kiss, fix the embarrassment that they had in the 1870 Franco-Prussian War. But Russia does make logically more sense because they are close by. And if Russia got involved, I think Germany would probably beat Russia because Russia is not industrialized. And we saw this with the two-front war. Germany was able to beat the Russians back. So I think it would just be a major mess for Russia because, I mean, Austria, it'll be more co military competent than it was in our timeline, but it still takes time to build up factories to produce that equipment and stuff. So... I don't think Russia is – like they're going to try getting involved in helping the Hungarians, but I don't think they're going to be able to do anything because I think because I think Germany is going to help their ally, Austria. As we said in the last episode, they're practically brothers. They're, Kaiser Wilhelm regarded the Austrians as brothers. So I think he's going to go and help the Austrians defeat the Hungarians and the Russians. I think this is going to be a major upset for the Russians. And let's say France decided to get involved. Could we see Germany executing the Schlieffen plan again, which they did in timeline? which is the invasion of Belgium in case. So the invasion of Belgium brought the British in. So could we see a world war like that? See, I don't really know because I think, especially in this mindset, I think Germany's going to be focusing more on Russia and helping their ally Austria because in our timeline, Austria didn't really need help to defend like its internal place. So I think Germany's going to go to a more defensive front on the Western front rather than like how they tried to attack i know the western front was basically in the trenches but at the beginning they tried to attack each other so i think this timeline the germany's going to be more defensive on the western front and try to crush russia and hungary as quickly as possible see i feel as if you kind of are contradicting your points there specifically with russia not being industrialized and 
and then 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 we're going taking a defensive position on the western front and i feel like that's yeah, so contradicting Germany was taking a defensive yeah, yeah yeah that's what right. i mean that's what i mean it's my fault but i mean specifically with germany taking a defensive position on the western front why would they do that because if russia is not as industrialized as say even france what's the point of even going after them immediately if in the original scenario they would go ahead and just go do the schlieffen plan either way like you said and they would try if they do the schlieffen plan that's going to be that's an offensive maneuver towards france specifically they wouldn't be doing that if they're going to be taking more of a defensive approach and if they're not going to be doing the schlieffen plan in this scenario with going through belgium then why would britain get involved in the war it doesn't matter if france and britain signed in in relation like an alliance the truth is is that britain really majority only went into war because of the fact is that Belgium's neutrality was violated. And then we also look at the Hungarian situation. I understand your point about the Hungarian situation and them taking out them taking out the Hungarian problem and the Russian problem first. But at the same time, it's like I don't understand the point of the point of that because of the fact is if they take more of a defensive position on the Eastern Front, I feel like that would be more strategically and tactically better for them because of the fact is that such a large front is definitely hard to maintain defensively, but it's more hard to, to maintain offensively. You're going to be doing an all-out offensive. And plus, we also have to look at the fact that who else is going to get involved in the war? Are the Ottomans going to get involved in the war? Are the Bulgarians going to get involved in the war? Because the Bulgarians were another big ally. Does Serbia get involved in the war? We have to look at just more than the main big players because there was also a lot of small players as well because Serbia in this scenario would definitely help out Russia. Bulgaria is a, an interesting topic. We don't know where they could lead. And the Ottomans is... Depends on where they take it. See, my logic was what I was saying was that they would probably not execute the Schlieffen plan because they want to take Russia. Out. And the reason I was saying take Russia out is because they have a civil war in their backyard. They don't want that civil war to spread because in our timeline, as you said, Russia was an industrial, so they went for the West right away. But they didn't have a civil war in their backyard. I think my idea, my thinking was that Hungary, Austria, they're, bro- they're essentially their brothers having a civil war, so they need to help them and kind of fix that up right away. So that was my logic. So you forget said one thing also specifically, the brothers, how Kaiser Wilhelm referred to them as brothers. It's not necessarily true at all. The brothers war was referring to the fact that when I made the reference last episode, the brothers war is basically in reference to the fact that both Austria and, Ger- and Prussia at the time were kind of considered, were considered German, one being North German, the other being South German. So it was considered a brothers war to fight over who was the bigger brother in Germany, in which Prussia won out. And that's all. for this episode of Back to the Past, the Alternate History Podcast, and this will conclude our duology on the Great War. However, we also have another scenario we're going to be making as a Kluka exclusive. This will be pertaining to what if Frederick III became Kaiser of Germany for longer. In this scenario, we're going to see what would happen specifically with Russia's relationship with Germany and other geopolitical conflicts that would occur during this time period. Otherwise, thank you for watching, and we will let you know on Twitter when that episode does come out on Kluka. And if you want to follow our Twitter and Instagram, it is back to the pa- pa- back to the past P1 on both Instagram and Twitter. That's back to the past P1. And thank you for watching, and have a great day. That was a bit of a struggle.